What up, y'all? Welcome back to the Lemon and Lime podcast. My name is Kizzer, and I'm with... Bro, it's me, Lemon. I mean, Lime. Andres, what's up? Nothing much, you know. I've been wonderful. How are you? I've been, I've been kind of bored, so I've been taking upon myself to do everything I could to learn about marketing, to learn about podcasting. What have I learned? I learned that I do nothing before, and I currently know nothing now. There's a lot to learn, bro. This industry is crazy. So what, what, what are, what are you learning about marketing? Here, tell us, tell us something about marketing, and I'll tell you something about marketing. Podcast marketing, bro. Let me, let me correct you there, bro. Podcast marketing. Okay, okay. Okay. How long have you been learning about podcast marketing? About uh, ten hours collectively. About uh, two days. Okay. What are you doing to learn about podcast marketing? I've been watching lots of YouTubes, bro. I've been uh, just. What have you been watching? Uh, I don't know their names, but uh, they're pretty cool. <laughs> just dude, how do you I not just, know uh, their I names? Keep... So I look up podcast marketing. I watch every single episode, okay. every single video that comes up on the list. So page one, done. Okay. Page two, done. There's no one that's been watching more of these podcast episodes okay. than me, bro. And what are like, let's say the top few things that you've learned with your two pages of podcast videos that you've watched. Hey, you, you laugh, but that's about four, five, six, seven hours of that content, bro. I know. I, I'm, I'm not saying anything. Anyways, I'm not bro, saying anything so, against it. Let me tell you what I learned, I would, right? I would, I would just have a different approach, though. But go ahead. Tell me what you learned. You see, see, different strokes for different folks. That's all I got to say yes, about that. Exactly. exactly. Okay, right, so go. One thing to do is market your podcast before you even release episodes. You know, build a hype, build an audience, be one with the community. You know, and then serve that community. That's what we, we got to do here. We don't even have a trailer. Can you believe that, bro? Who, who, who's our marketing manager right now, bro? We need a... Oh, it's Nobody. me. Bro. It's me. Ah. But yeah, yeah. Trailer's hey, you're the one. one you're the one that's learning marketing, bro. You're the marketing manager. I know. And I, we've been doing a shit job, bro. We got to fire Dude, me. I'm, I'm just the voice. I'm just the, the talker, the speaker. The you're idea the, person. You're not the idea person. <laughs> let's, let's, no, let's just, I'm the idea person. I'm the producer. I'm the editor. I'm the publisher. You're, you're the editor. You're you're the everything. I'm the idea person. You're not the idea person. Like I, like like I'm the visionary. You're not the visionary. Like, it's me. We can argue having, about this. Imagine, imagine having Kanye on your podcast. Like that's like me. That's you. Okay, bring Kanye on. Yeah. Bring Kanye on. All right, all right. Nah, bro. I was not this one. our first guest. That's all I gotta say. Shout out to Mono. Thank you for coming on. Yes, yes. Nah, um, but if you do want to be a guest, just hit us up on uh, Instagram. My name is Kizzer Anwar on Instagram. Pretty straightforward. And then uh, all you got to do is just have Discord downloaded, and you can hop on with us. We yeah. don't discriminate. We don't discriminate at all. But uh, make sure you hit me you up on Instagram. Hi, Andres, on Instagram.com, whatever that is. But because uh, we all know Kizzer's not going to respond to you. It's bad. Yeah. Uh there's a possibility of that, but um, just uh, put it in the uh, you should put it in the description when you upload it. Oh yeah, okay, so yeah I got can, you guys. Uh, hey, just check the description, guys. We got you. No worries. All right, all right, all right. Okay, now anyways, back, back, back to your uh, back to your trailers, marketing. Bro. Let me tell you about trailers. Okay. Let me. What you know about trailers? Nothing. So I do trailers. know something about trailers. Shut the hell. <laughs> that's how, bro. That's how people market like trailers, like movies. I don't watch movies, but 
trailers they show like the most important or a lot the most important but like some of the some of the um let's see the highlights the most important huh they tell you the theme of the movie you know it's like hey you're gonna get this from the movie this type of thrill this type of action entertainment love romance this is the vibe you'll get so come and watch it yes yes um a lot of people have been doing that on youtube and tiktok recently too though you know how like when you uh watch a video or like even a podcast like before when i used to listen to podcasts they used to like jump straight in but now what they do is uh they'll like have a, a voice memo or like if it's a video they'll show uh, a clip highlighting like not the climax of the of the video or the content but like an important part that makes you want to be like oh shit like i actually want to listen to this or watch this so i don't miss that part like i wonder what led up to that you know yeah, so, that's a really uh, common thing podcasts are doing right now, especially with yeah. uh, more controversial and higher click, uh, higher clicking uh, episodes of their podcasts. Like the clickbait episodes, bro. Okay, I got the perfect one for this episode. Then, yeah, yeah, go for it. You can, add, you can add the one where I said I'm Kanye. Uh, people will be like, "What was he talking about over there?" Oh, yeah, uh... hey, dude, you're the market manager. I am the market. That made no sense. But anyways, uh, t- tell us, uh, tell us what you learned. <sighs> okay, what I learned about marketing, bro, it's the best thing to it's... promote your show and show everyone the format. You know, what type of a vibe is it going to be? So, if we were to give a trailer for Lemon and Lime, it's just going to be me and you talking over each other. You know, almost fighting virtually. That'd be the format. That'd be the fun format. But it does point to about it. It gives you know people hype and convinces them to listen or be. A little bit more open to listen because there's a difference between listening to a 40 minute podcast or their 40 second trailer. And then if you have a trailer first and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm hooked now. Let's go listen to episode number one. Besides episode number one's 40 minutes. I don't really want to listen to that. I don't have time. And then it's perfect for ads too, bro. Say if we wanted to like market this uh, podcast, right? Let's go make a little trailer. And then we would just give it out and be like, just market, you know, 40 seconds. It could be a reel. It could be an IG story. It could be anything. You can go on those little other podcasts when they sponsor shows. We could sponsor someone else's podcast and be like, hey, give us 40 seconds. Here's our trailer. Ta-da. Bing, bam, boom. Let me see. Did you know also Spotify promotes your show a lot more if you uh, have a trailer? It was really weird for me to find that out because I was looking at a lot of Spotify information. And when you upload a trailer for Spotify and then you ask to be featured, you have a chance to be featured before you even have your first episode uploaded. It's fucking wild, dude. Really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. This basically is so elevator explain- pitch. Okay, so you explained the trailer part now. I go on to uh, elaborate more. more. Tell us what more you learned. What more I learned about podcasting or trailers or just network marketing? Everything. Marketing. Everything. You watch two pages. I mean, you got to learn more than trailers. Oh, dude, I have a whole notebook full of shit right now, bro. It's crazy. So basically, it's, it's perfect, bro. Marketing and podcasting is a whole different game. It's mostly about engaging with your target audience. And let's use my, uh, my brand new podcast that I'm going to make right coming soon, bro. I'm going to release it the 17th of uh, this month, bro. 17th of January, 2023. Let's go. Called Bite Size. 
or the 17 because it's two weeks from now you know give some fire in them up okay. to release it all but okay uh so for this little we're called a case study the study it's gonna be uh bite-sized i want to target more college entering folk kids like ages from 16 to 26 people going into college okay. people in college you know people who are learning already so with that it's more of like engaging people who are around that age range within their communities of like-minded individuals who want to learn more. For an example, there are clubs who are very interested in classical history, like Greeks. I think it's Greeks. I'm not really well-versed in the classical history, like Greeks and Romans, that type of history. And if you, if you want to go and learn about it, just I would have to go and engage with them, ask them questions about it, see what I can read, be a member of their thing. And then if I feel like it, I would just you know, tell them, hey, I've podcast and I feel like talking about this. Can you guys point me to an expert? And then they're like, oh shit, that sounds kind of cool. They point me to an expert. I go interview that expert. They watch that podcast. They slowly get hooked. Bada bing, bada boom. That's all marketing is for podcasts. Become so one with the community, gonna, bro. Yeah. You're going to go to different communities and clubs and ask to uh, interview their top people. Yeah, basically, uh, one of the videos said, they said, social media is meant to be social. You're going to get more views, more clicks, more hours watched if you're on social media to be social. So instead of COVID, just creating content to throw it up and just be like, hey, look, here's a content, content, content. It's like, hey, I'm a person too. Hey, look what I'm doing. Oh, you're interested? Yeah, I'm a cool dude. You're a cool dude. Listen to my podcast, cool dude. That's a lot more effective than being, hey, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's like the transition that I've seen in content overall in the past, uh, I want to say year or so, because even on like TikTok and YouTube, like the people I used to watch like way back, like let's say three or four years ago, I mean, I don't want to say that they've run out of ideas, but it's like, like you said, bringing another person on adds so much more value. Like you could technically run out of ideas, but if you bring on another person, then you're bringing on basically much more. If that makes sense. Like if I was just by myself, yeah, I could have all the ideas. But if I bring you on into my show or podcast, whatever, that's a whole nother set of ideas. And the next week, if I bring someone else on, that's a whole nother set of ideas. And, uh, what I've seen people do is, you've probably seen this too, that, like they go out on the streets and they interview people. So, uh, and then like, it just adds a whole nother perspective to their content. Like the ones I've been watching recently is like, uh, you've probably seen him, like the guy who goes to, I think his name is Daniel Mack. He goes up to like people who drive these fancy cars and he's like, oh, what do you do for a living? You know? And then they explain whether if they want to or not. And then they just, you know, tell them what they do for a living and all that. And it's like a, a cool perspective. Um that the audience gets like oh like this dude's driving a lamborghini oh he's a owner of a plumbing company you know like just stuff like that and then there's another one uh where people go up to uh you know just random people in their cities walking around like i seen one in new york and other parts too but uh they just go up to them and ask them like oh hey how much do you make uh per year and what do you do for a living and then your rent and stuff like that i don't know it's just like some people like that stuff it's weird at the same time, it's uh, kind of interesting because it has a lot of engagement recently. I feel because in my eyes, 
I think that's a lot more popular because it gives you the sense of uh, not uniqueness, but how is it when, when someone's just real to you? That's what I want to say. When someone's just real, they're not going to lie to you. It's not force fed information to you, not, not scripted. It's just real content. Like you go to, up to a person and they're like, hey, what do you it's do? It's more relatable. It's relatable. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Because if it's not relatable, you're not going to want to listen to it. And if you don't want to listen to it, what's the point of even just wanting to like click on this fucking Dude. podcast? Okay, this is so random side note, but people on Facebook are haters, bro. Like the straight out haters. So like I'll see like, okay, compare this to TikTok. Like, I don't know if you can like agree with me on this or not, but I could take two videos on TikTok. They could be similar ideas and similar videos. And on TikTok, if you look at the comments, it will be like a community coming together and supporting the content or supporting the person who made it. But if you look on Facebook, it's just people hating. Like, um, I was watching a, a welding video that just came up on my uh, Facebook, you know, Facebook reels, right? Because it's part of Instagram. And if you look at the comments, it's just like, a bunch of people hating like oh i can do this better under this amount of time like back in my days i used to do this. so i feel like this is that whole uh older generation just hating on like the modern day people who are making all these videos but it's just super funny i don't know i just thought it was kind of weird how the audience is super different in the comments on facebook versus some of the other platforms like tiktok and i think that just stems from not wanting to be understanding in some people's cultures not even cultures, but even like age ranges, because like dude, the age range, yes, that's ASA. so real. Because uh, some of the older people I know or hang out with or have on Facebook, like I know you don't watch sports, but like they're still so hung up on the idea of like, oh, Michael Jordan's like the best player ever. Like they don't like basically give any modern day players their uh, flowers. You could say like LeBron James, they'll be like, oh, Michael Jordan was better, and he could, LeBron James could never do this like that. And like, they're always comparing th things to their era. Like, they just can't get over it. I don't know, like what's, like, what's the issue? Like, I don't get it. I feel it's because they have glasses or go goggles. They have goggles on that make their, uh, their generation feel like the best generation there ever was. And everything that they see from our generation, they just see the negative, like, oh, back in my day, we didn't do that. But they don't notice that society has changed and is ever evolving yeah uh it's just it's just weird i mean some people are understanding like they get over it but some people others i'm just like no back in my day this that like and then we've seen this all over like even in the gym like back in my days i used to bench this much i used to squat this much and then they try to give you advice i'm like yeah yeah you're right uh-huh maybe i'll try it out Ooh, for real i had people who uh People who give you advice and they don't look good anymore. Like, they look like, good. No, they've never looked good. They never look good, but you don't know that. It just, it's like a, for me, for me, I had like a, a little moment at the gym. I was just uh, doing my, my hack squats, right? I was doing some sissy squats on them. And I, hold, I had some uh, old head come up to me, you know? He had small legs, small quads. His calves, I judged his calves heavily, dude. It was like about like, it was skinny. It looked like a little forearm on his legs. He said, no, no, what you want to do are just squats. You don't need any, all this fancy stuff. Just do a squat. Just do a normal squat. And I just looked at him. I just like, okay, for sure, yeah. I'm going to keep doing my program, though. I want a different 
kind of building you have right now. I, I think he was about 50, 54. But this dude, he looked mad old. He looked like he could be in his 80s with his like his weight, his hair. It's just his skin was very, very just, I want to say like kind of like disease looking too. Cause oh were, my God. It, it was, mm, thank God he didn't smell though, bro, because I did just want to get out of there. I kept doing my sissy squats because, you know, mama ain't raised no bitch. So I'm going to do my sissy squats, get my glutes, my yes. quads, you know. Do your sissy all squats, nice. you sissy. Hey, hey, hey. They're amazing for your knees. My knees have felt more powerful ever since I've started doing them, bro. Sissy squats? Yeah. Best fucking yes. thing in the world. Uh, uh, the trick, the trick wait, the, wait, let me tell you. The trick with sissy squats, though, is you have to do it with no weight or just body weight. You can't be doing like a plate starting off, bro. I, That's how you injure yourself. Don't be a dumbass. I usually do body weight. Yeah. Only. Yeah, because it's not a muscle. It's just like a, a joint, a tendon that you're working out for your knees. Have you, have you ever uh, have you ever done front squats? Front squats? No. Yes. Uh, I have terrible. Uh, I say I have terrible balance, but I've just really not tried to fix the balance that I have. Dude, uh, but I know it's difficult, right? Amazing for your quads. Ooh, okay. Okay. Yeah, like, it's like uh, if you want to really bring out that teardrop in your quads, that oh my god, front squats are amazing. And but at the end of the day, uh, it depends on what you want to work out. I'm a lot less quad focused than you are. I want to build my uh, my glutes, make them stick out, oh make everyone in their make everyone and their moms look at me when I walk by. Okay. Oh my god! I'm gonna right. be smart about yeah. it. It's about the attention that you bring in, and what brings in attention for the females? It's the booty, bro. It's the booty. Let me tell you, it's the booty. Well, I I used to work out with uh, this old head at goals who used to train bodybuilding. He, I've worked out with him, you know, for a whole year or two. And whenever we did everything, like, I don't know, like, everything was just... We, we trained glutes and hamstrings. I have good hamstrings. I don't have good glutes. I'm going to admit it. Like, everybody tells me I don't have good glutes, and I'm going to admit it. But um, I have good hamstrings. I'm, like... And I have good quads. But glutes, I don't. Yeah, because, have, like... okay to have. And those are okay to have if you're going to be just flaunting off in shorts and like cold and warm weather sorry but when it's like oh. cold and you're wearing some jeans you want to turn around and you want to see the entire room look at you bro dude the entire room already looks at me oh um, yeah who cares bro you want everyone to stare everyone already stares and that's what okay i love your self-confidence but i don't think that's true ah uh, dude no, no. Okay. I don't think you've let seen. Me, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you guys a story, okay? When you've I only was, recently seen me in the gym. You've only recently 18, seen me in the let gym. Let me tell you this story, G. When I was eight, when you were eighteen, five years yeah. ago, five years, okay. ago, I think. Yeah, five years ago. Time isn't real, but story for another day. When I was eighteen, my uh, one of my best friends, he took me to an ice cream place in Sacramento here called Leatherbees, and. Uh, it was my first time there. He told me that they had a lot of desserts, a lot of sweets, and there's a lot of cake, right? But when I got there, I looked at the menu. I, I don't know where confused. this is going. I was confused. I don't know where bro. this is going. I saw French fries. I saw sandwiches. I saw ice cream. I saw brownies. I saw strawberry shortcake, ice cream, but that was it. Okay. I saw no cake. I was I was craving an ice cream cake that day too, but uh, my uh, my friend he told me, dude, just wait for it. I don't want to say his name, but 
he said, bro, just wait for it, wait for it, wait for the waiter to get here. He's usually here at this time. He'll hook you up. And I told him, okay, you know what? No Dude, way. Fine, fine. No I'll way. Wait. I know where this is going. So I'm waiting here. And of course, we were seated by the, the hostess or the hoster. I don't know what it was, the gender of the person. That doesn't matter, dude. But we get sat down. We have our menus. Yes, the gender does matter. But then th our waiter comes in. Our waiter comes in. He says, hi, my name is Justin. I think that was his name. But he says, okay. hi, my name is Justin. I'm here to serve you. Uh, can I get you with waters? And I'm like, yeah, I just one water, you know, watching my calories right now. I'm trying to lose some weight. And he said, okay, water for the table. He leaves. And then on my shoulder, I feel tap, 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 tap. I feel my friend. He's hitting me, right? And I'm like, what? He says, look, look at him. And I'm like, what, what, what's wrong? And I turn around to see him walk away. And let me tell you, bro, this man, he had the biggest ass I've ever seen, bro. He had the biggest ass I've ever seen on a man. But, and I just knew, I just knew everyone in the restaurant was looking at him. Every time someone came, I just see them, and then I look at their eye gaze, follows them around, no matter what. Mostly with the females, too. Mostly with the middle-aged females, they love a booty. But that is my story, and that is why I'm telling you, bro. Train your glutes right I now. And I don't want the middle-aged middle woman, so I'm, I'm good off that. Homeboy, you're going to become middle-aged in less than 10 years. Chill out with that. I'm aging backwards. Today, cool, today, some girl backwards. Thought, today, some girl thought I graduated high school. I told her I graduated two weeks ago. She said, <laughs> wait, you graduated high school? I was like, come on, bro. I don't look like I just graduated high school. Well, hey, that's good. You know, maybe you could find yourself cooler with those glutes. She said, she said, it's, it's a good thing. She said, you look good. I'm like, yeah, shit. Thanks. I already knew that. I already no, knew I'm just that. kidding. I, <laughs> I got I to gotta practice. I got to practice being more humble. Nah, you don't. Don't let them uh, put you down. If you're better than everyone else, oh, anyways, like I was saying, better than everyone the else. Glutes, see, the glutes are your thing. You know what my thing is? That bicep vein. When they see it, bro, it's over. Hey, you're lucky right now that I'm. Uh, I have a lot longer arms than you right now. Bro, that doesn't mean a, anything. Hey, hey, it takes a lot longer for my arms to come in, bro. But don't worry, give, no, me, a, I've give been me a few more years. It'll be bigger. This is this is a couple of years of hard work. So Yeah, yeah, give me a couple of years. But probably twice as many. Well, let me tell you, bro. The year you just started, bro. It's brand new, 2023. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? How's, dude, dude, how's how's your New Year's? How how how's it been treating you so far? I have been hungry, bro. I'm ready for this new podcast, hungry. new adventures. My uh, my okay. first guest okay. on that uh, new podcast, bro, is going to be a professor from UCLA that studies, or not studies, that uh, researches fitness with video game emphasis. And let me tell you, bro, match made in heaven. It's going to be a perfect episode for the first one. Fitness with video game emphasis. Yep, virtual reality to be specific. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It's, uh, it's kind of lit. So I'm great for it. But that's about that's yeah. about it. It's only been three days, I think. Yeah, it's only been three days. Okay, so what's your uh, New Year's resolutions? I don't Do you have, have any, any? No, why would I have any? I did all my resolutions, all my changes that I wanted to do when I think about them. Why not? Why don't you have any? 
because I, when I want to do something, when I want to make a change, I go do it the very same day. Okay. See, that's just um, how, that's how I'm built. I don't care for waiting around. Like if I wanted to lose weight an extra 10 pounds, why would I wait on until January 1st, instead of working out on December 16th and lose today, today, people always say tomorrow. Why tomorrow? Why not today? Put the spoon down right now and go start tonight. It's not that hard to go run a mile tonight. You fat fuck, go run. It takes 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes to run a mile. Go run a mile. No, uh, no, no, no. Eat a salad. Some people take 12. Yeah, you get people. the you get the point. That's not what I, I was trying point. to say. It's not hard, dude. Thanks for ruining my motivation speech. But anyways, um, you know, okay, here's the perfect motivation. analogy. They don't need no, no. They don't need motivation. They need some discipline, bro. I they can, need some inspiration. No, no, no. Nah, motivation gets you started. Discipline keeps you going. Discipline is built. It's not nobody can hand you discipline, bro. You can get discipline in two seconds on Instagram. It's discipline that people need nowadays. Let me tell you, because I was bro. on the same boat. I was on the same boat, bro. You know this. I wasn't disciplined, but I had motivation. Okay, let me let me ask you something real quick. Uh, you've been fat before, right? And I've been fat twice. Before. Okay, yeah, same here, multiple times. Uh, some may say I'm fat right now. I'm a little chubby right now. But anyways, let let's say uh, what works for you. If does okay. I don't know how to frame my question, but does bullying work for you? Not like in a bad way, but like if you let, let's say you're overweight and I'm like, you're fat as hell. You need to lose some weight. Like, does it if work you, for if you? If or you, you told me that, if you told me, hey, dude, you're fat as fuck. What the fuck are you doing? Let's go work out. Go run a mile. Go stop eating those bags of chips. I would listen. I'd be like, OK, he's keeping it real. I, and then I started thinking as a man, I'm like, OK, who else thinks about this? And I'm like, if my boys think this, everybody thinks this. So, hey. Let me listen to, let me listen to you kids. Let me go put down this bag of chips. Exactly, run. bro. I don't, I don't know why people think it's such a, well, I understand why people think it's a bad thing, but me growing up, I was bullied for my weight, like a lot, especially from the ages of uh, 10 to 14. I lived by myself um, away from home and there was like kids older than me, like 18, 20, you know, there was like all, all over the place from all over the place. And some of these kids were in shape, you know, some of these kids were already working out because they were older than me. And uh, some of these kids had like six packs and stuff like that. But anyways, um, I was bullied for my weight. So um, me growing up, I already knew like I wanted to make a change. I know people are like, oh, that doesn't work. Like just accept it. Like I don't, I don't fall into that trap. Like even, even now, like if I'm gaining some weight and somebody tells me, oh, you look a little big. I'm like, yeah, I know I got to lose a few pounds. And then, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do cardio. Like, it is what it is. Like, that's real. It's real life. You just got to accept it. That's the first thing in order to even get started. You just got to accept the fact that you are what you are. Most people don't accept it. That's why they don't even try it. Because they'll be like, no, I'm not really fat. I, th I think I'll start tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes. And then it's hard for you to get out of bed. Because I've been there before. You know what my turning point in my life was? Uh, when I initially lost hella weight. So I used to work out at home before I ever went to a gym. When I left uh, boarding school in 2014, I, dude, you know, you want to guess my weight? Guess my weight. You want me to guess your weight? Okay, let me guess your weight. Uh, your highest in high school, I want to say 204. But this was when you were 14 and you were a little bit shorter too, right? Yes. So my highest weight 
you're right. You're cl- you're pretty close. I mean, it was two of five, but yeah. Damn. It was uh, so so uh, so what happened was in 2014. You know, I started uh, working out, and uh, it was like anyone else who starts working out. You know, they uh, get into the whole working out, start a new diet and everything, and then they fall off. It's the usual. It happens to everyone. You know, I started working out. And I wasn't going to a gym. I was, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. I was doing insanity. Have you heard of it? Insanity? Like the word yeah, insanity? Yes, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a workout program. It's like an at-home workout program. It was really popular at the time. And uh, it's like a 90-day, I think, workout program. And uh, they have videos and everything. So it's, it's mostly cardio with some strength training. And basically, uh, you just, you don't need any equipment. You just do it in your garage or whatever, right? So I was doing that. I fell off multiple times. And then the turning point was basically when I went to go out and uh, we ate pizza with my uncle and one of his friends. And, uh, and then, you know, you know how sometimes after you eat like food, you just know it's bad for you. And you just like feel so bad about yourself. And um, I just felt like super slow and lethargic. And I don't know how to explain it. And then I just came home. Knowing that it was a bad idea to step on the scale because obviously we had just ate, but I still stepped on the scale, right? Oh, you and then, uh, yeah. So I was like 205, 206, you know, around that weight. And then I just like looked down and I did the weird. <laughs> I grabbed my fat and I'm like, damn, bro, it's just like real. Like, I gotta get rid of this. And like, the crazy part was. It's like, it's almost like when, uh, when you see people online making money and all that, you're like, you don't believe it. So I was like, when I seen people online and shape and everything with a six pack, I didn't really like believe it. I'm like, dude, I really got to lose some weight. So, uh, that was a turning point in my life. Last time when I like really, you know, turned on the burners. So I was like, yeah, I got to lose weight, bro. This shit's not funny anymore. That's when I, uh, basically went from 205 to like around like 138, 135 in my, uh, I think sophomore year around that time from 205 to 135 that's 70 pounds in one year that's insane it was it was one to two years it wasn't like exactly okay, one okay. Year. and i would say like uh, probably like a 16 to 20 month range probably 16 but, to 20 um, okay yeah 16 to 20 month range Ma- maybe even problem. sooner because it, it was pretty unhealthy because my doctor told me i was i lost it pretty fast so I don't yeah know, yeah because uh, we both lost weight that fast too i remember uh you put me on, it was the first time I was losing weight and I was uh, 206 at my highest at that point. And you told me, Hey, oh. if you want to lose weight, do this training. It's going to suck, but it's going to help you get there. And you told me to do the, the zero carb challenge, no carbs at all. Dude, that's and what then, I did. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you told me to do. And that's because you told me that's how you lost weight. That's how you got, how you got. And yeah, because that's, you know, how, that's how Caesar lost weight too. Yeah, our friend Caesar, he uh, went from 185 as a five foot two or five foot five guy and went to 135. He lost a good 50 pounds. He fucking yeah. transformed. I loved him for that. I was jealous, but he put in the work and I didn't. So I had no reason to be jealous. But then yeah. oh, I think exactly uh, like one year later, I put in the same work and I, I got the same results, but not too crazy. I went from 206 to 180. I've never been lower than 180 since I've been fat. And I'm okay with that now because, okay. you know, everyone wants a little, uh, little teddy bear to hug, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, ca- I carry a little extra weight, you know? You know, girls and girls, just, ladies just love a little, little, little just, belly, you know? I don't do it for the ladies. I do it just to fill out my shirts. 
I don't want to look um, like a stick in my shirt. You don't want to look like uh oh like in the nineties when they fucking wore those hell oversized shirts with those long ass baggy ass shorts and like a little yeah, fucking yeah. hat and fucking fucking Jordans. It's hella funny. I don't want to look like that. You don't want to look but like yeah, that. Yeah, uh, no. back to back to what I was saying. So that that kind of stuff works for me. Like if somebody just tells me what's wrong with me, because then I'll just use it as motivation instead of like being sad and you know just crying about it. I don't know what the whole thing with crying is nowadays. People cry over anything. People will cry if somebody cut them off on the freeway. I don't know. It's just crazy. But um, people <laughs> oh will cry God, if Starbucks. People will That's cry funny. if Starbucks. People will cry if Starbucks doesn't put oat milk in your coffee in the morning. They actually put the wrong. They put almond milk. Oh my God, you're gonna die. But um, or they don't have the right amount of ice in it. It's just stupid. It's, it's funny and it's stupid. That goes back into like just entitlement, bro. Like people want to be entitled. People want to feel like, oh, I deserve the world, but they don't work for, you know, anything. Yeah, I, I dude, I have this ability to talk to myself. So it's like, like I said, when somebody tells me something wrong with me, I'm like, I use it as motivation. I'm like, yeah, that's what you really think. Especially when I'm at the gym, I'm like. Oh yeah, thank you for giving me that extra five reps that I couldn't do before. I want to think about what you said when I'm doing those five reps. I don't know, it's just weird. But I get really uh I take things personal sometimes. Like even even the smallest things like Like against I don't, yourself. I don't know. You tell yourself something negative and then you use it as fuel or you take what other yes, people think. Yes, I I can I can create especially I've done I've gotten really good in the gym with this. I'm trying to translate it to other areas of my life, but I've gotten really good at like creating scenarios in my head. And then using it as motivation, if that makes like, sense. No, that makes it's sense because weird. there's something called uh, emotional energy, something similar to that, where if you're angry, you can output more power into like your workouts. Yes. So it makes your workouts a lot better. Or if you're feeling like yeah. emotional, but when you talk to a female, it's a lot easier to talk to them because, you know, they always want to help and nurture someone. And then if you're trying to riz, you know, trying to throw some game, you'd be a little bit more vulnerable and more in tone with your like sensitive side i don't i don't get sensitive with females well hey you do you different strokes for different folks i don't care i'd be using my sensitive side all the time and that's okay because he doesn't have to be, be getting all the time. you be getting emotional with you be getting emotional with females well only with the ones i've been in relationships with you gotta be smart buddy interesting damn um, hey, hey hey don't worry bro i'm gonna cut that out for you don't worry bro hey i, I i'm just saying like I don't know. Do I'm gonna cut that question out for you, bro. <laughs> you guys can get hella mad if you ever listen to that. What? Oh, I don't. I don't think you understand my question. I don't. What's your question? So, again? Do you, what do you mean by do you, I don't let's, let's say, let's say you ever, let's say you're dealing with some stress, and you know, I don't want to say the word depressed because it just makes me feel like, makes me feel weird. I don't, I don't know what to say. But okay, let's say you're just going through some tough time, right? Let's say you're just going through some. A period of downtime would you tell her about it or would you rather go talk to one of your boys about it i mention it to her i tell her like i'm feeling a bit down my energy feels a little bit different but then but do you go I into detail to myself do i go into what but do you go into, do you go into detail about it do i go into detail like how i'm feeling with her like no i don't yeah for me okay, it's different good. because at times i don't know why i feel down it always ends up yeah. with me not being motivated to do anything so, so I, I need to I, find some discipline I'm kind of similar in that way, but I don't tell anyone anything, especially like girls. I, I mean, you've seen, you've seen me come to you and tell you like what I'm going through. And then usually, usually 
I tell you that I know the problem and I know how to fix it. And you're like, all right, what are you waiting for then? Like, that's usually what happens most of the time. Because that's what you but, need to hear um, sometimes. Because we yeah. all know our problems. We all know our solutions. We just need like a push to. Yeah. And that's I feel what like... I like about you. Because you know when you're sad and you, you come to me and because you know what to expect. I'm not going to be like, oh, tell me about it. Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, let's go shop. No. Nah. So that's how, that's how, that's how, how girls are. That's why I don't tell them. Yeah, exactly. You're, uh, you're like one of the only few people that are going to tell me that. I, everyone else are going to be soft on me. And I don't like when people are uh, soft or take it easy. Because no, so I was like, what happened with me? Um, like, now what they're talking about, not that, uh, now that we are talking about this, what happened to me is when I was friends with more females, I tended to like, be more emotional and just be more vulnerable and get nothing done and then everything around me would start to fall my lowest point was when i had no boys around me like no guy friends not that many guy friends that i was talking to on the regular just females but their solution yeah. to everything like oh you're feeling sad oh it's okay go and Bye do man. this go shop go eat let's go do something let's go do something let's go waste time let's go waste time and then after a while the weight comes back, the, the money goes down, the debt piles up, and you're like, fuck, fuck. Because as a guy, you can't do that thing. Because who's going to help you pick up the pieces that you leave behind? No one. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. You can cut this part out if you want to. But remember when you bought that motorcycle? Oh, yeah. And then I told you, I was like, Andres. You were literally one call away from not buying it. If you had called me, I would have talked to you into not buying it. And I would have saved, what, like 20K? Yeah. Yeah. So stuff like that. In the heat of the moment, it's like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever my emotions are telling me to do. But um, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta think your way out. I mean, not necessarily, like I said, have the ability to talk to yourself, but just be real with yourself. Like every morning when you wake up, just look at yourself in the mirror and be like, Am I really happy with who I am? Like, especially... Oh, another uh, side note. This this kind of relates to this topic, but uh, a football player... I'm just going to say football player because you don't really watch football, but uh, one of the teams last night, uh, he, he got tackled or he made a tackle. And uh, right, up, right after he got up, he fell right back down. And uh, it turns out he went into cardiac arrest. But... Um, I say this because he was only 24 years old. I mean, it took them nine minutes uh, and they gave him CPR for nine minutes and they were able to revive his heartbeat and he's still in the ICU. But my whole point of saying this is, you know, even if you're young, like you never know when life can turn on you. I've seen like people that are younger than me pass away and it's just like a wake up call. And you're just like, you know, just, are, am I really happy with myself? Like if I really didn't wake up tomorrow morning, Am I really happy with everything I've accomplished? Like everything I've done? Like, am I really doing enough to make myself happy, to make, make people around me satisfied, or even to do good for my last name? You know, am I even doing anything like that? And at the, at the end of the day, why do I care so much about what other people think? Because like I said, you could not be here tomorrow. You don't even know that. I think about that too, but not to your extent, not to not anymore i don't think about it that deep anymore because what i see life as now because i too was like existent existentialist i 
uh, because I was also existential. What's the fucking word? Holy shit. I can't say it. Existential? Yes, I was also existential. I can't say the fucking okay, word. Okay, that word? Yes, okay. I can't say that word, but who cares? I was also that for a while, for like the longest time, ever since I was like a, like a, a sixth grader. I was like, oh shit, the world has no meaning. Who cares? Uh, no, no, I'm not saying the world, world has no meaning. That, oh, you're, yeah, you're but like it's some... that deep, dark stuff. Like, oh shit, does it? Yeah. What's the life? You know, what does it matter? And then just dark things like that. But then what I just start doing, I just start, I start saying, you know what? This moment doesn't need to have a meaning. I'm just here to experience it. So what better way to experience it than to be my best self and enjoy it the best to my ability? Say if there's a like a nice beach, right? I'm not going to be able to enjoy it if I'm fat. So I'm like, okay, it's my duty to like to myself to lose the weight, to get the nice body, to have the ability and the physical ability to explore this beach and have fun in it and experience it the most I can. Because it's the worst thing that in the world that can happen to you is you have the chance to experience something, but you're not able to enjoy it. If you're, for an example, you could be on the world's most beautiful beach, but you're in a wheelchair because you went overweight, because you didn't care about what you wanted to fucking eat. Something like yeah. that. Like that, those things fuel me sometimes. So that's why I always do sissy squats. Like, oh, if I don't take care of my knees, I'm going to have knee problems. I'm going to have leg problems. I'm going to get older and I'm not going to be able to enjoy my body to the longest possible time that yeah. I'm able to as a human. No, I understand that, but I don't think you got what I was trying to say. I yeah, think hey, bro, your points are kind of confusing today. What, I, what I'm trying to say is, well, what I'm trying to say is everything you do not necessarily has to have a meaning, but like do it with the best of your ability. Like make it purposeful. Don't just do it just to do it, you know? Because I mean... I guess this could be like a religious factor, but I mean, I was always told like, oh, God is watching over you. So that's why like everything that I do is just like, I feel like I have to do it to my, the best of my ability or else I feel like doing myself a disservice. You know, I'm not doing something properly. Like if I see something out of its place and I just walk right past it, it'll be back in the back of my head. I'm like, I knew there was something wrong, but I walked right past it and it'll mess with me. So I'll go back and fix that thing. Yeah, it's just yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just some things that I think about at night. Just like, dude, the world is so much bigger than you. You could not exist tomorrow. Like you gotta give every day your best, basically, one rep at a time. Whether it's in the gym or outside of the gym, whatever you do, just do your best, and I hope it was your best, and then do even better tomorrow. So uh, uh, that's one of the reasons I don't have New Year's resolutions either. So the perfect analogy that I could come up with right now is, I don't know if you did this, but I did this as this podcast is getting ridiculously long, but I did this in, in school. So I never took notes, basically, in high school or college. I used to suck at taking notes. Have you ever had the feeling of like turning to a brand new page in your notebook or even having a brand new notebook and getting excited to write in it because it's a brand new page? You know what? Yes. I want to say yes. I have too okay, many notebooks now. right now. Okay, exactly. Because you keep buying them because you're like, I got to start all over. Right? That's the same way the New Year's works. People come with these resolutions that they don't complete. Now, another thing. When you take these notes, you go on and write in your notebook. For me, personally, I'm like, 
I write halfway through the first page, I'm like, oh no, my handwriting looks ugly over here. You know what? I'm just going to start a new page. That's, that's what New Year's resolutions are. People are, it's just something in your mind that tells you starting all over is going to fix it for you. It's not the starting over fact that's going to fix it for you. It's you doing the same thing, you know, over time, every day, day in and day out, which is actually going to build over a long period of time. Something that I've been following is, uh, or that got me hooked onto this idea was Russell Ori. He's a, he's a powerlifter on YouTube and his brand is basically get better today. And the idea behind that is basically take every new day to get better than you were yesterday even if it's at a, as a small thing you know you can learn something new you can learn you can read even if it's a page of a new book you read you're learning something new basically going out of your way and making every day beneficial to you instead of you know just doing the same old thing something i want to do this year or not this year i say keep saying that but i haven't started it i want to do something that sucks every day just to say wow that was a thing that was something you already do Working out sucks. Ain't nothing fun about when you're on your fifth, fifteenth rep and you're like, "Damn, bro, I don't want, I don't want to do this anymore." Ain't nobody on there. Nobody's deep in their set and laughing and smiling. No, if you're laughing and smiling, you did it wrong. Definitely not me. Oh, I laugh and smile because I'm in pain and I'm like, "This is gonna fall and I need help," but I'm not gonna get any help. Nah, it's just yeah, I agree. Do something suck. David Goggins says that a lot. I don't know if you know who that is. So hey, do something hey, hard hey. every day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the guy who uh. Was Navy SEAL and stuff? Yes. His story is incredible. I just say that because I know if I do something that sucks every day, my day is going to get longer. It's going to feel longer. But if I go through that moment of pain, that moment of annoyance, it's going to basically make that not so bad anymore. If I go run a 5K just with no training, I can be like, you know what? Running isn't that hard. I ran a 5K without trying. So then my baseline for things that suck gets higher. And I can do more as a person just by doing things that suck. It's like for when I used to work out in the morning, that used to help me so much. Now my schedule is a little bit different, but eventually I do want to go back to working out in the morning for that reason. You do the hardest part of your day, which is for me, it's going to be working out because I'm destroying my body and uh, everything else during the day becomes much easier. You're like, oh, this is nothing. You know, I've already done the hard stuff in the morning. So the other things that you that make you suffer. Do the things that suck, do the things that make you suffer in the morning. That way you can look forward to an easier day the rest of the day. And you can just enjoy it because, hey, the morning was a lot shittier than this moment right now, right? Alrighty, guys. And that was the pod for today. Lemon and Lime out. Peace. Catch y'all on the next one.